Hey everyone, thanks for checking out Campfire Stories, but did you know that you can actually join us live on Spotify's new live audio app, Spotify Greenroom? Nothing to be scared about. Every Tuesday at 8pm Eastern, join us for an interactive discussion about everything ghoulish and ghostly. All you have to do is download the Spotify Greenroom app and sign up for free or use your Spotify login to join. You can also click on the link in our series or episode descriptions. Then follow Campfire Stories to get notified when our room is going live every Tuesday, and we'll save you a spot by the fire. So remember, download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Campfire Stories. Happy holidays. I know it is our last episode of the year 2021, which is a weird thing to say out loud. I know. We we have to start thinking about resolutions and what we're going to do in our next year. Totally. I know. Weird. I feel like for a lot of people, it's intimidating and scary to think about plans and goals. But I have the opposite problem where I love planning and I have a really hard time being in the present. And that's, maybe that will be my resolution. One of Mm. them. To be more okay in the moment and not to constantly think, okay, that's done now. What's my next thing? That would probably be beneficial Mm. to my mental health. (laughs) My goal is to get a job. (laughs) (laughs) Aside from this one, a writing job. I want to be staffed on a show or selling my own writing. So if any of you are showrunners out there, hire me. Hire Sabrina. I'm very Um, hireable. This is, I can literally hear my mom in the background. She just went, I'm in, I'm at home in Vermont and all of my relatives, all my family is, they're all logging into, to the show. I just love how much they support you in this and us. It's beautiful, but she needs to avoid the room that I'm in so that I don't hear her in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. Um, Yes, this is Campfire Stories. Hello. We are on here on Green Room tonight. It is the last episode or I guess thing we are doing until for for a week right now. We usually post our regular Two Girls, One Ghost episodes on Sundays and our Green Room episodes on Wednesdays. But we are, after this episode, taking a week hiatus, a very short break. I'm going to hop on a plane truly right after this, go to visit my family on the East Coast with Nick and then go to Minnesota and be really cold. And uh, then you will hear from us again on next Wednesday, right? That's when we'll drop um, a green room episode. Yes. So by dropping a green room episode, what that means is we won't be live on green room that Tuesday, but on Wednesday, we'll be posting one of our previous live episodes onto our podcast feed. Yes. Yes. And then our regular programming will resume on uh, that second, right? January 2nd. Yes. So the, the last... This is, yeah, this is the last live green room. Sabrina's had to walk me through this so many times and repeat, we're not recording on this day. We're not it's, posting on this day. We are posting again <laughs> on the day. I'm like, what, what, what is this? It might be my favorite conversation we've had in a very, very long time. I just don't get it. <laughs> it it's, if anyone is familiar with the play, who's on first, I think it's what, that's what it's called, but it's like an old, old play. It's very short, but it's just two people talking and clearly not understanding each other because of the words they're saying, <laughs> but it, the amount of times Corinne and I've had this conversation, it is so, 
I mean, it's just so enjoyable. You couldn't be clearer. I just can't compute. <laughs> it is confusing to be fair. Because You're giving post, me dates. And I post a lot like, of episodes. What? We have a lot yeah. going on. So it was confusing. I was like, we are doing and, Green Room Tuesday. We are not posting right. on Wednesday. We are not posting on Sunday. We are not posting. But then we are doing this. Yeah. yeah. And you and I switch off anyway. responsibilities every other week. Everyone does the other thing that they didn't do the, the week before. So it gets even more confusing, but alas, we're here. You're about we're to be here. with family. I am with family. I made my brother face his worst nightmare. And you would think it would What's be that? a really dramatic event given that we live in a haunted house. So you would think his worst nightmare would be something haunted related, but in fact, it is going through and organizing his closet, in his childhood bedroom. So I made him do it. I was like, I love that you made him I do asked, it. I have asked him every single time he's been home, every day that he's been home for like three years. So finally, I just said, come follow Why? me. <laughs> just because it's a mess? No, it's just, I mean, he had clothes in there from when he was like in middle school, high school. And uh, he's, he's into his mid to, to nearing late 20s now. I'm like, help mom and dad out and clear out your childhood closet so that they can turn this place into a guest room. <gasps> Oh my gosh, you're so, that's so funny. Yes. Freya goes, you were talking about him doing that this summer. Yes, because I was trying to make him do it while I was home. Oh, and then your dad just said you're wearing one of his shirts. That is true. Look so at my that's, why you wanted, <laughs> that's why you wanted him to clean it out. <laughs> I love my new shirt. <laughs> I grabbed two shirts. I got two shirts from this. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's how I've been spending my, my evenings post-work. Oh my gosh. I love it. Well, I can't wait to be with family in the cold weather and I, well, I'm going to spell a secret real quick. Okay. So lucky you, all 150 of you who are here at this very moment and hopefully climbing, we are going to reveal what our episode topic is for the very first episode back from the new year. Theme is going to be Haunted Minnesota. So of course I texted or I was texting Nick's parents and Nick's dad specifically. And I was like, do you have any recommendations? And immediately he was like, can Wendy and I call you right now? We have so many. Absolutely. And I was like, wait, let's talk about it when we're there. So I'm, we're going to talk about it when we're in Minnesota and maybe I'll visit Minnesota. I don't know. Yeah. I think that's the hope is that you'll come back with actual personal yeah ghost stories from minnesota i can i can take photos of the um book of the dead yes yes oh my gosh yeah it's it's dark it's morbid and i'm into it and i want to see it yes the book of the um, dead for those of you who are asking there is no theme tonight it is scary happy joyous alien bigfoot whatever you wish whatever stories you want uh, for those of you who are new here this is basically a fun way for us to interact with you and hear your ghost stories. We'll invite people up onto the stage to share their ghost stories. And we ask that you keep it to five minutes. Um, obviously, it's okay. And don't time yourself and tell your story. But yeah, don't be yeah, stressed, don't get stressed out, out by it. But we just <laughs> want to be able to get as many people up here as possible. Oh, also, this is Corinne under the campfire stories profile. I uh, locked myself out of mine. So yeah, we in to get her back in. <laughs> That's okay. Also, if anyone has any suggestions of what we should cover on our next episode back, Minnesota, just shoot it in the chat. Yeah. 
Yeah, you can also email us too. And if you miss us during um, the, the following week, you can still follow us on social media. Um, I'm at home, which is where my Bigfoot costume is. And so maybe I might take a little take a little uh, stab at a new TikTok. Why did I think you got rid because of Because I said I was going to because it was so trashed from my walking through the woods. But then my dad wanted it. And then I'm really glad that he did want it. Because then two months later, I was like, I regret getting rid of it. Like, keep it forever. I need it. Okay, good. I'm glad for for my sake and for everyone else's sake that you still have it. Okay, Shall so we? I think we should start with our listener, Shauna, who last week, if you remember, we tried so hard to bring her up and Green Room did not let us. Can you hear me now? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hi, guys. Hello. I'm so Hello. excited. <laughs> we are so glad to have you up. We're so sorry for what happened last week. I know. I was like, oh my gosh, what is going on? (laughs) Do you have a ghost in your house that maybe was preventing you from coming out? You know what? My brother tends to kind of like to mess with me, even from like the other side. So I'm guessing he just didn't want me to snitch him out. (laughs) Now you're here. So now you have the floor. (laughs) Okay. So my story is actually about him, which is why he didn't want me to talk. So in 2017, my brother passed away and that was like really hard on all of us. And then in 2018, I found out that I was pregnant, but I was trying to not say anything because I wasn't sure if everything was going smoothly or not. So I, um, I called my mom and I was super stressed out and I was like, Hey, so I need to tell you something. And she's all, you're pregnant. And I was all, Oh shit. (laughs) Sorry. And so I was like, um, oh. say what now? Like trying to play it off. And she's all, yeah, your brother told me that you're pregnant and you're having a boy. <gasps> oh my <laughs> God. Chills. So I was like, oh my God. So I Whoa. like was so scared. And then I was like, there's no way. Like my brother's the biggest ass. Well, was the biggest ass. And I was like, there's no way I'm having a boy. Like I'm 1000% having a girl. So it was like right after Christmas time when I went in to have my ultrasound to find out what I was having. And the tech was like, I am not letting you see this. I'm not going to be the one to be with you when you find out. So he wrote it down on on the paper and sent me on my way, immediately walked out. And I looked and I was like, this freaking ass, (laughs) because I was having a boy. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Wow. And he knew. He knew. And then, so how did he, how did he get that knowledge to your mom? How did he spill the beans to your mom she? So she, whenever he passed away, like he would never visit her. He's never like, he wasn't communicating with her, which was really hard. And then one day she had a dream about him. And so like, she was like, I didn't want to tell you because like, I wasn't sure. And then she's like, I wanted you to say something first. And so whenever I finally found out, I was like, holy crap. (laughs) That is amazing. Also, I love that instead of telling you, he just goes and tells your mom. (laughs) I know. I was like, I wasn't even going to tell her yet. Wow. So has your son seen your brother at all or had any experiences? Um, I think he has. Um, and the, so my brother passed away on May 23rd, 2017. My son's birthday is May 24th, 2018 or 2019. Oh my gosh. So it was like, wow. as soon as I went into the hospital, I was like, it was the worst day because I knew what day it was. And I was like, I'm not ready to have him today. And sorry. And so I was like, please just oh, like, okay. let me have this day for you. 5.50 the next morning, he, he showed yeah. up. And I was like, 
of course you wait until like I'm dead freaking tired <laughs> to be like, okay, surprise. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my gosh. Wow. Maybe that's his way of, of holding your child a little bit closer to him as well. Yeah. You know, like that's his, that was the day that he entered the earth. And so maybe there's this extra tie, this extra power, and it kind of gives him more protective spirit over your son. Yeah. And it's, so my son's, his middle name is named after, is my brother. So his name's Austin James. So anytime he gets in trouble, I'll be like, Austin James. And then I'll chuckle because I'm like, I can totally see myself yelling at my brother and saying this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, that's really, really sweet. I'm so sorry for your loss. I can't imagine. It it was rough. We're getting through it though. But as soon as I was like, think about it. I was like, yep, this is the best story to tell you guys. Cause it's still sad, but it's still like got the holidays cheer. So (laughs) <laughs> well, and also yeah. you, you yeah. arguably have the best gender reveal that ever existed. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Truly. I seriously was like, so ready for a girl. I was like, there's no way. Like, cause I have a, a daughter. And so I was like, there's no way, like I'm going to have another girl or sat on it. And then he's like, Nope, not happening. And as soon as I told my mom, she's like, I told Aww. you. And I was like, okay, you were right. Never going to repeat that again, but you were right. <laughs> I am curious when your son gets older, if he'll say or do anything that might indicate like maybe reincarnation or maybe that your brother is hanging around him a lot, like certain sayings, certain mannerisms, you know? Well, and he'll kind of like look around. Like I haven't been able to communicate with him since he passed away, but my son will kind of like look around or like look at different spots in the room and start like talking. So I know that there's at least (sighs) someone with him, but... Yeah, I'm definitely excited to see if when oh. he gets older, if my brother actually communicates more with him. But he's definitely got my brother's attitude like 1000 yeah. <laughs> percent. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, if this wow. is if you're two and you're already driving me crazy, like I am so worried about this. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, at least, I do believe that your brother's probably watching out for him and his guardian. So at least there's that reassurance. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Thank you guys yeah, so much no. for letting me tell my story. Thank you. We're glad we were finally able to get you up here. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh my goodness, is this going to work this time? <laughs> and it well, did. I'm so glad it did. <laughs> Thank you for sharing with us, Shauna. Of course. You guys have a great holiday. You, you too. too. Bye. Well, what a great start. What a lovely, heartwarming, ghostly experience. Just having that spirit of your your brother, your protector, your guardian. I mean, it just also like, I I mean, not that anyone here has doubt about like paranormal dreams or the paranormal in general because you're here because you like the paranormal. But like, Mm -hmm. there's just, the story just emphasizes the power of the other side. That there's this like intuitive knowledge that there's, something like that they just they know things there's and then they can connect to us and tell us things when they need to and that we can communicate with them you know in dreams and it can be this like beautiful I don't know I'm rambling now but I just think it's really special no no I mean you're totally right that I mean we have experiences with the paranormal in so many different ways and specifically when we do connect with loved ones and when I say we I don't mean like you or me specifically I mean just people as a whole it happens in so many different ways. There's pennies, there's signs, there's numbers you see, there's yeah. birds, there's dreams, there's feelings and scents. And it, yeah, it just happens in so many ways. And I just feel like there's no doubt that 
that it is someone coming and, and giving you the sign or the experience you need in the moment. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm well, going to out us a little bit because you don't like when I say this, oh. but I had a dream that Sabrina was going to have a baby on September 21st. Oh my God. So vivid. And then like a few weeks later, you had a coworker or someone say basically the same thing. And so I'm, I'm convinced. But it wasn't that date. It was just more of a, like, I had a dream you were pregnant. And I was like, I'm calling it. it now. September 21st in the future, that date will be. I, I do have it on my calendar because just in case it does happen, I want to be like, wow, Corinne knew. But all of you out there, let's manifest know, maybe it I'm doesn't happen it. anytime soon. What? I'm not ready yet. I don't have a job. Okay, but I need a, there I need are many a job September to support a child. In the many September 21st to come. It doesn't have to be yeah, right now. Are. Exactly. Huh? That's Roxy's husband's birthday. Do you remember the 21st night of September? Happy solstice, everybody. Right. Everyone's saying that in the chat, and I feel like we're failures for not remembering to sing that at the top. Yes. Well, there's a lot that we failed to do. But um, I'm going to bring up Rochelle. I think that's how you say her name. You can correct us. Rochelle. Oh, can you hear hello. Me? Yeah, oh, I see you. I see what everybody talks about. You pick on someone and get so nervous. How are you? You're a little Don't bit nervous. <laughs> you are a little bit quiet. Is there any way to get closer to a speaker? Yeah. To the speaker? We want to be, make sure everyone can hear you. A moment of silence for technical difficulties. We're not strangers to that. No. You there? So. Yes. Uh, there it is. Yes. That's okay. amazing. That's you your name. It's Rochelle. Rochelle. Okay, great. Rochelle. Rochelle. Um, Hello. Hello. So I just have like little bitty snippet stories like of things that were told to me. So I did write in about a house I used to live in and then we moved to another house. So I'll let you read the first one and I'll talk about the house we moved into afterwards. So we moved in and my mom would hear my brother talking to someone and in his bedroom there was like there wasn't a knob in the door and so my mom would look in through the door hole where the knob should be and he would just be Mm -hmm. sitting there talking he's like yeah Mm -hmm. yeah mom's doing good yeah and (laughs) yeah so then my dad came home or something and my brother was talking to him and he said yeah hey chief and my dad looked at my mom because where did he hear that? Because my grandpa would call my dad chief all the time. He was like, grandpa told me. Oh, my gosh. And my mom's like, is that who you've been talking to? And he said, yeah, he talks to me all the time. So after my mom, wow. my brother started talking to him, my mom was getting ready for Thanksgiving, I think she said. And she was getting ready in the mirror. And behind her, she saw my grandpa just walk. By, like he was going to the living room. <gasps> wow. Yeah. What? She was like, the first thing I thought of was, I didn't make enough food. And then she said, Oh, <laughs> so sweet. She was like, Then I thought, He's not here anymore. <laughs> so we think my grandpa is kind of like the protector because there's other things that happened in the house, but we just think he's like, the main protector because I had a surgery and my mom said he would be watching over me. Um, we would watch my cousin wow. and he would like watch her while she napped. You could see in the mirror, he would just stand over her and look at her. Oh my gosh. This is wow. so amazing. I mean, 
not like, cause you know, it could have been like, maybe he's just appearing to your brother, but then it's, you know, he's showing up to everyone. Yeah. And that also could have gone like when you said looking through the door hole, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I mean, that could have gone in such a dark direction. It's also just a scary thing to do. Yeah. Like any peephole. <laughs> yeah. Sc- it's a horror movie scary. thing. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, but also, I mean, the fact that she looked through the peephole and then was hearing a conversation where clearly the person that you couldn't see, presumably your grandfather was asking how people were checking yeah. in on everyone. That is so yeah. sweet. Yeah. And then when he got older, I'm sorry, I don't want to take up too much time, but when he got older, he was sitting downstairs because my, um, where we moved into used to be a bar in the downstairs. So we redid that whole downstairs to make it a living room and kitchen. And my mom and brother, yeah, it was, we had a lot of drunken stories, (laughs) people stopping by, (laughs) but um, my brother and mom would sit, we're sitting in the living room one night and my mom's like, I saw it, but I didn't want to bring attention to it. And your brother looks at me and goes, is dad home? And she said, no. And she goes, he just walked in the kitchen. And she said, no, he didn't. And he goes, I'm going to go look. So he went and looked came back and his face was white and he's like dad isn't home and she's like yeah that was grandpa so there are so many people so many relatives who see him oh my gosh yeah. did you ever see him in like the home you lived in before or did it all start in this it started house? in that house because we um he lived there he owned the bar and then he passed away oh, he passed away okay. in the hospital but um we kind of like traded houses my grandma it was just her so she went to the house we lived in and then we kind of moved into the we moved into the bar because it was bigger I I want to live in a bar <laughs> I know that sounds so cool and have my grandpa look over me yeah this is, this is so wonderful what a great life <laughs> wow yeah I truly I mean this is I guess my natural tendency but I was fearful of something much darker when you said you moved into a house and the people and everything. But this this is a delightful story. Thank you yes. for sharing. Yes, thank you. And the first house that I did email you, there's some bad, bad things. You should go read that. It's called Monster House. Oh, um, oh I'm pretty oh, okay. sure I Perfect. saved that and I, I saw it come in and I stole it right into Sabrina. <laughs> and I have like our, our private folders. Like it's like encounters picks for Sabrina and encounters picks for Corinne. And like if I see something like that, I it's just race pull, to... I think I pulled it right into my folder. <laughs> I was like, don't even let Corinne see it. <laughs> yeah. But this the last house wow. was nice, but you could still feel people stare at you. But I just think my grandpa was the protector. Mm. So well Ed in the chat, I agree with what Ed said. He said, I want to call people chief when I'm a ghost. <laughs> Setting the example. Yeah. It's all be like your grandpa calling people cheap. Start now. Why we? Yeah. Start oh, now. Everybody start. Wow. Thank you so much, Rochelle. We're so happy you came up here and shared your story with us. Thank you. Yay. Oh my gosh. What a wow. heartwarming way to kick off the end of the year. I know, but can someone, who has a scary story? Come yeah, on. Sabrina, we had so <laughs> many lovely stories. Wait, Megan agrees. Someone do a spooky one. Okay. <laughs> Vanessa, you were first, so I'm inviting you to speak. Oh, wait. That's not who I invited. No. Technical difficulties. I'm not Vanessa, but I got an invitation. Okay. I'm gonna put I'm gonna have Vanessa go first, but you can go next page if you want. Perfect. Hello. Yay. Okay. Just stick stick up here. Hi Vanessa. Hi. Oh my god, my Hi. heart is beating so fast right now. 
<laughs> I was like braiding my hair and you guys were like, oh, is there a spooky one? And I was like, oh my God, me, me, me. Um, you were quick. You were, you were the first one. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, just real quickly, I wanted to say you guys are so awesome. You guys are probably one of like the, like, the first podcast I started listening to. I remember back like in 2019, it was like Aww. after Halloween and I was still in the spooky mood and like... The first thing I did was just like search ghosts on Spotify and you guys were the first podcast that came out. <laughs> so oh, yeah, I listening. And I love it. So, wow. So, I just say uh, that I'm such a big fan. Um, like all of, all of us are. Um, okay. So oh, my story, I have so many stories, but the story I wanted to tell um, is my mom's story. So my mom, she is a housekeeper. And, you know, she cleans a lot of houses and there's tens, there's, there tend to be like different energies with like different houses. And then some houses are very, very spooky. And so there's like this one house that she's been cleaning for about 10 years. Um, her client, I only like calling her client because she's like a family friend now because it's been like over 10 years. Um, she lives in one of those big uh, like houses from back in the day. I think it was built like in 1906. So it's a very like historic house. Um, I live in Richmond, Virginia. So there's uh, this uh, street called Monument Avenue. So that Monument Avenue is like very known to be very uh, historic and old. But anyways, when they moved into this uh, house, my mom was very, I guess, overwhelmed because it is a big house. She's like, how am I going to clean this house? all by myself. And I'm like, mom, you know, like, it's okay. Like, um, and she said that the first few days that she started to clean the house that she would hear, she'd be alone in the house and she'd hear like walking and like, uh, I guess like talking. She would say that she would, she would leave like the, like the mop, the vacuum downstairs and she'll hear it. She'll hear the vacuum turn on by itself. (laughs) There was one time that she was, I believe she was mopping upstairs and she said that she was going to go to the other side of of the house to grab something. And she heard that the mop was like thrown down the stairs. Mm-hmm. <gasps> like, and then my mom, like, I think she just like left because she was just like, I cannot do this. Like, it's freaking me out. <laughs> I mean, this is, this reminds me of like stories where people like, you know, construction workers go to like remodel a home and in the midst of it, they're alone in the house and like the same thing happens and they all leave. Like, I don't blame them. Scary. Yeah, but it's like, it's, it's so hard because she's been cleaning like this woman's house for like so many years. You can't really be like, I can't clean your house anymore. And then, so she goes back a few days later and she's cleaning the basement. And, um, she said that she heard someone say, like whisper behind her like hello she felt un- she, she said she felt like uneasy but at the same time it was very like a warm feeling and then my mom she says that she had like a thought in her head how like the basement like was I don't I don't know how she explained it but she, I don't know if it was like a vision or a thought or like a feeling that down there in the basement was used to be like slave quarters because like this specific house, like it's really old, and there's even like books about how old these houses are, and just like how there's used to be like huge lavish parties, and you know back in the day, and all this crap, like all this stuff that's just so it's so hard to think about. And and my mom just turns around, and she was like, she like introduced herself, like her name. He was like, you know, I've cleaned this 
person's house for so many, like I've cleaned this person's house for so many years. I'm not here to do any harm. And yeah, and her mom said wow. she was like shaking, so like brave. she didn't really know. And she like, her her first language is Spanish. So she said that she was like speaking in Spanish. So, yeah. and then after she like said like her whole speech, <laughs> she said that like she felt someone like touch her arm, like, but not in a, in a scary way, but more of like, okay, like, I understand. I understand it. Yeah, yeah, like it's, it's okay. Um, and then after that, now she'll, she says that she does hear like footsteps and like sometimes doors closing, but it's not the uneasy feeling that she used to have, which is pretty good. Yeah. yeah but that's um, yeah, it's my story. <laughs> I got, I got wow, really nervous. I was like kind of all over the place. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it was so good. Thank you no, so much. We followed. It's so, yeah. I mean, I'm sure your mom probably has so many stories from cleaning houses, paranormal and not, but <laughs> yeah. And I know she like hides some stories from me because she doesn't want to like scare me, but I'm like, mom, you need to tell me, you know, I'm into this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, she could have a whole podcast yeah. on her own. I'm sure. Yeah. I'll ask her. I'll try to convince her like to tell me more and I can email it to you guys. Like, <sighs> yes, please. But, yeah. I mean, she's already braver than me. I never would have returned to that house if if like a mop or broom was th- the second that's thrown, I'm like, goodbye. Replace yeah. Me. And I, yeah. And I've gone to the house a few times and like, I can understand what she means by like how the vibes are like not off, but different. And like, I feel like when you walk into the yeah. house, like you kind of get transferred to like a whole nother era because the people like they decorate, they're not really like modern decorators. They kind of want to keep the same like vibe. It was like back in the day. So I think that doesn't really make it much easier <laughs> but um but yeah thank you guys for letting me share my story thank you hey and if you ever want to start a podcast with your mom alexandra has a great suggestion for the name of the podcast you could call it dirty laundry oh my god i love that i was like, thank air it all out. <laughs> well, thank but, you so much yeah thank you. you guys have a good holiday you too Paige. hi Paige. This is the quickest Hello. we ever get to bring I'm someone so up. Sorry. I know. And you yourself. No, clearly someone wants you up here because you got invited. It was a surprise <laughs> invite. <laughs> I have to say thank you so much. I listen to you guys almost every single day in the car and I'm fangirling really hard right now. Um, I wrote it all down though. So in case I got called, I wouldn't completely lose my train of thought and know what I was saying. I love we it. We do You're the so same prepared. thing for recording the podcast. So yeah, so it's, get it. it's, it's very fair that you you did that. <laughs> so I have to give a little trigger warning. There is some like pregnancy loss in here, but this it starts a little scary and dark and then it gets much brighter. But I just wanted to throw that out there for anybody that was going to be triggered by yeah, that. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so in 2018, I moved to Chicago to be with my now husband and we moved into this really huge high rise. It had 56 floors and we were on the 32nd. It was a really, really old building. You could hear creaks. The wind would move the whole building. It was creepy in itself. So two months after I moved there, we found out we were pregnant with our first pregnancy. And that was when things started to get really dark in the apartment. The bedroom always had this very off, ominous feeling. Um, and then weird things started to happen. One night we were laying in bed and there was like a rubbing sound coming from under underneath our bed. The dog was on the bed. And I looked over at my now husband and I was like, can you stop rubbing your heels together or whatever you're doing? And he said, I'm not doing that. And I was like, did you hear that? And he's like, yeah, I hear it. And he is super skeptical. So if I knew he was admitting to hearing it, it was happening. So it would start from under our feet and then go up to our head and then kind of all under the bed. And 
Right. Just really strange. And I got up and looked under the bed, saw nothing. And I tried to, you know, like what you always say, you try to rationalize things any other way you can, but then you get to the point that you're like, there's nothing else I can accredit this to. So that night it happened for a while and then finally stopped on its own. Never knew what it was. A few weeks later, we were laying in bed. I'm a nurse and I work night shift and I had gotten off work like eight o'clock in the morning on a Saturday, came home. My husband was still in bed. I got in bed. We were laying there both trying to fall back asleep. And we had this clothes rack that was like parallel to the bed in front of the foot of the bed, probably about six feet in front of it. And all of a sudden it very forcefully flew onto the bed, onto our feet. Which the way it flew, it could, there's just no way it would have naturally fallen like that. And it had very little clothing on it. So it wasn't weighed down, nothing. Flew onto the bed. Oh my gosh. Oh, I feel like cold and creepy. And that morning too, my husband who like is a very big skeptic was like, what the hell is going on? So that happened. And then this is where things get a little bit dark. So <laughs> when I was six months pregnant, um, I hadn't felt the baby move in about a day. And we went to the hospital and we found out there was no heartbeat anymore. Um, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, thank you. But um, so it was literally the worst thing we've ever gone through. I had to be induced. And I'm a labor and delivery nurse. So it was just, I knew a lot. It was just horrible. Yeah. Um, so we got discharged from the hospital the next day after I delivered. And I said to my husband, I was like, you know what? On Wednesday night, which was the day before we went to the hospital, I was having these night terrors, like these horrible night terrors. And he looked at me and he's like, so was I. And he rarely dreams, rarely remembers dreams. And he's like, yeah, I was too, like horrible. It was almost like whatever dark force was like in the room or apartment was like, all right, this is what I'm doing. I don't know. It was just very... It was really strange since he doesn't oh my dream. Gosh. Well, fast forward to eight weeks later, I found I was pregnant with my oldest son. And my grandpa died the day after I found out I was pregnant. And I was very anxious all around just from everything we had just been through and my grandpa dying. And we went to the funeral. And the night yeah, after of the funeral, we were in a hotel laying in bed. And as soon as I closed my eyes, I saw my grandpa like in my vision. I was not sleeping yet saw him like in my vision. And he said, I'm holding Kennedy for you, which that was the name of the baby that we lost. Oh, oh my I know God. I'm going to cry talking about it. Um, oh. But I like, it was literally seconds after I closed my eyes. And I am one of those people that takes an hour to fall asleep every time I go to sleep. So it was very much, I was not sleeping. It was the most clear vision I've ever seen. Um, yeah, it was wild. Wow. So then my grandpa... Um, died, all that happened. I found out I was pregnant with my youngest baby when my toddler was seven months old. So I have two under two right now. Um, oh my God. <laughs> oh, bless you. So when my to- I was pregnant with my toddler in the spring of this past year and I went into work and one of my coworkers who's very in touch with spirituality and the paranormal um, looked at me and almost started crying. And I was like, Hey, what's wrong? She's like, I didn't know you're working tonight. I have something to tell you. And I was like, okay, what's up? And she's like, today when I was napping before work, I had a dream that um, I had to meet you at this place for some reason. I don't really remember why. And I walked in and you told me you had your kids with you. And I just thought it was weird because at the time I only had my toddler. And she asked who the little girl in the corner was. And I said, oh, that's Kennedy. And it was the exact same age that Kennedy would have been when she had this dream. 
And I was like, oh my gosh, Alex, that's crazy. And she's like, I don't know why I dreamed it. I didn't even know you were working tonight. I happened to be on call that night. So I wasn't really supposed to be at work. And she was sobbing while telling me that. Now I have my youngest baby and I am promising you he sees spirits. He's only six months old. But I'll be sitting with him on the couch by myself and he'll be looking at the couch next to me, laughing and smiling hysterically. Like there's someone sitting there like making faces at him. He'll look around and like everything's normal. And then he'll look at the same spot on the couch and giggle and laugh. And I'm really excited for the day he's old enough to tell me what he's seeing. (laughs) Oh my gosh, me too. Yeah. So it's a little roller coaster of um, emotions in that story. But I mean, all around heartfelt, I think. But scary in the beginning. The beginning is pretty dark. Yeah. No, but thank you so much for sharing with us. And I can't imagine how difficult it was. But I mean, based on the chat and just our own friends and family, like it's something that happens often. And I just, I'm, thank you for sharing. No, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. And two, I mean, I encourage you to go back and look at the chat because I feel like there's a lot of, a lot of shared experiences here and also a lot of the similar yeah. sentiment that sometimes the souls that come and enter into our babies that are are growing, maybe they mistimed when they were supposed to be with you, when they were supposed to be with us. And so they just bloop and then they reinsert themselves when right. they're supposed to be with us. And so I'm I'm curious if your oldest child has mentioned anything, said anything, or maybe if you like feel this certain connection, if it's you know, he's not talking a whole lot yet because he's not even two yet, but I really am very eager. I've said this to my husband too, very eager for when him and my baby can talk to say either if they see her or if they say things that makes yeah. me think their, their, her soul is in one of them. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like based on your experience with your, you know, the vision of your grandfather, that Kennedy is almost like in your friend's dream, like Kennedy's almost growing up with your kids mm-hmm. too. And like, maybe they'll talk about their sister, you know? I, I mean, right. Cause this past spring, she would have been two. And that's when my friend had this dream. And she said, it was about a two-year-old girl playing with dolls in the corner. And you said, Oh, that's Kennedy. Oh like, gosh. Not, it was just nothing. Like, oh, yeah, like, I have chills. Oh wow. my gosh. Wow. Well, again, well, Angela, thank you for sharing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Paige. Man, everyone is so brave. The amount that everyone just allows themselves to be so open and vulnerable and share these monumental and stressful and and life-changing, like death of self moments. I mean, that's the the sad thing I think about the paranormal is that oftentimes, you know, we get caught up in like the scary stories or demonic things or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, you know, in order to have a ghost, someone has to die. So like there is so much tragedy and sadness in the paranormal. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Ooh. Well, can I request that someone comes up? I know that you're the... Not if it's Max. <laughs> well, Max is reading your cards and you don't want to be told that you're going to get pregnant <laughs> on September exactly. 21st. You can't be controlled. You just got to let it happen when it happens. Oh, gosh. Um, no, Ed mentioned that he had some like Jeeper Creeper story of some creature like on his oh. roof. And I don't know if it's a 30 second story. I don't know if it's a five minute story, but if, if Ed wants Ed, to come up. Okay. Inviting Ed, we're inviting you up to the stage. Ed, if you're no pressure, you don't have to come up. So if you, Ed, is that a horse in your photo? I can't. Of course it's a horse. Oh, oh of course. Okay. Now <laughs> yeah, I see it. I had to like <laughs> turn my head a little bit because I wasn't quite sure. Cause you, you just get a little, a little circle. You can't really see everything. <laughs> I know. It was the funniest picture I could find, but. <laughs> <laughs> Love What's it. What's the horse's name? 
His name was Gus. I met him for my yes. aunt's 50th birthday party. They were bougie for some reason, had a horse, and it was like a Kentucky Derby theme. It was wild. <laughs> Sounds like fun. That's awesome. Well, what is this? What is this? You like dropped the tiniest little nibble of, of a spooky story, and I want to hear more. Okay, so one time when I was like, I think I was like 12, I was just taking out the garbage, you know, doing my due diligence. And from the like, in the distance, it was like a really big full moon that night. And in the distance on like my neighbor's roof, I swear I saw what looks like, you know, the figure of a Jeepers Creepers, like a full human person, but like not human. It like was crouching in like a gargoyle type state. And I, and it got up. And I swear it flew away. And it was the craziest thing. Let me tell you, I ran back to my house and I just locked the door and was like, I'm not dealing with anything like that ever again. It was it was quite a, a tale. No one wanted to believe me, but I mean, I know what I seen. So wait, how big how big was the body? Like if it had stood up and stretched out, how tall? I would say about wide? about like six feet, if not more. And it wasn't like, it was like three houses down. Are you, oh my God, where do you, okay. I'm just one. you don't have to tell us where you live, but I'm wondering, is it the Jersey devil? Is it the Mothman? Like, are you in one of those places where there's a creature like that? I'm, I'm in Connecticut, like in Southern Connecticut. So like, I don't know exactly. So I don't know what kind of creatures are around this area, but I mean. Well, they, Southern Connecticut, you're not far from New Jersey. So could be a Jersey devil traveling up. You're also not too far from the. Bridgewater Triangle. There's a lot happening within like yeah. a couple hour drive of where you are. Isn't there like the Bunny Man? Yeah. Oh no, that's Virginia. That's oh, Virginia. Oh my God, that sounds crazy. There's so many scary things. There, yeah, there's so much. And it does you saw feel one. Very like Mothman esque. Yeah. The fact that it was in like, and I live like in the city, like in the city esque area. Is not you know, there's not really big cities, not New York, but it was like a residential area that I can clearly have seen. And I would say, I mean, at this time, I was pretty much a night owl. So I would say it's a, probably around like closer to one o'clock in the morning I, that this time was. So yeah, it wasn't great. It was kind of freaky. Oh my God. Did you, oh, I wish other people were looking out the window at the same time. I, and the fact that it was like, so I was 12, so that had been around, uh, let's see, 2003? Like, yeah, no, no, 12, I was probably, yeah, 2003, yeah. So, like, you know, there wasn't cell phones to take a picture, and, like, uh, I'm just sad I didn't have it. I know. It's always those, like, those missed opportunities where you're like, oh, shut up, I wish. But then when those things happen, like, I've had a couple of things happen before, too, where, like, I literally had, like, a prolonged two minutes of staring at a ufo and i didn't take a picture or a video and told everyone around me not to because i was convinced they would know and they would abduct us <laughs> so, sometimes the fear sets in and you're like actually i don't want to do the thing that everyone wants me to and that i will want myself to in you know yeah a month from now probably. have you have you seen um and- midnight mass Midnight Mass actually was just about to watch that. That's on Netflix. <laughs> okay, I'm curious. There's a creature thing in that show, and I'm curious if there's any similarity to what you saw. 
ooh, I'm going to watch it and I'm going to report back because okay. it might be. I mean, I, so since then, I do try to capture as much as I can. Well, I mean, not even in, intentionally, but uh, for another time, another story, I did catch a voice in the labor delivery suite like uh, area of my – I work at a hospital. So I heard of – like I was – recording a video or something, whatever. And I can hear a voice, a man's voice that was not mine. And this was like five or six o'clock in the morning. I was the only one in there. It sounded like it was saying like, say? unfortunately, or, um, or some kind of like variation. And you could clearly hear it. It's like, I have the recording. Do you have the recording? Will you send it to I, us? Will you email us and send it to us so we can play it on an episode and like record the audio into the mic? <laughs> Yeah, I was going to, but I was like, I don't know if they want this, but you know. Oh, we what? love that stuff. Are you what kidding? Are you we play we love it all the time. <laughs> I know, I know. I don't know. I have such small little tiny stories. Like, um, like I lived in a haunted house for a year or two where it was like an old fat white guy used to walk through the halls in the middle of the night. You know, life like that. Okay, Life well, like we that. want all of these stories. And that's a, that's a note to all of you. We don't care how long or how short your stories are. We want them all. Yeah, even if you're like story number one, story number two, story number yeah. 10, and it's a couple sentences each, that's 10 ghost stories yeah. that we want to hear. So, Ed, send them to us. I'm going to send them to you then. Okay, amazing. <laughs> yes. Well, thanks for having me. You guys are amazing. I've been listening to you for years now. <laughs> wow. Wow. Thank you. Uh, Thank Patreon, you, you know, subscriber. So, you know. Okay, yo. Thank you. Wow. We're welcome. We are honored. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ed. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. We'll talk to you guys soon. So I feel like Ed's, oh my God. Ed's story, I mean, we've we've talked about so many different creatures like La Lechuza and New Jersey Devil and, and all of these cryptids that have this sort of like flying, creepy, crouching factor to them. But it's just reminding me of the Wizard of Oz of the Flying Monkeys and how many people were scarred from that movie and were so scared. I... Famously played a flying monkey in uh, the Wizard of Oz production. Wait, you, did, you did play in one? Branchburg, New Jersey, when I was like <laughs> five years. Old. I don't know how old I was. I was terrible. I did not get a speaking role. I got a flying monkey role. Oh my god! You need to just put together like a compilation of all the pictures of you in plays and what you played because I think it's just so funny. It's just like one of those things where I look back now and I never, I mean, maybe once I had like a good role, but I never was cast as a leading role. I should have known. I should have known. It was <laughs> You're like, I was the cactus. I yeah. was the person painting the fence. It was like, how do we get her to not have a solo singing by herself and not talk alone? She has to talk in a chorus <laughs> or not at all. Put her in a monkey suit and make her prance around the stage. Oh my God. That's hilarious. Oh gosh. All right. Well, oh. enough about me. And as I scroll, I think we can try Max everyone, because I was, I was say, I think so everyone mean. can guess who I'm going to try to find. <laughs> Max, wasn't where personal. are you? Max, okay, invite to speak. Okay, Max. Oh, I'm so glad I was forgiven. <laughs> Woo! I hope that I'm forgiven. <laughs> well, just for that, I'm just going to threateningly start shuffling my cards again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh, okay, the tower. It. Here it comes. Okay. It's not on you, Max. It's on me because I brought it up. And Sabrina and I have talked about it like <laughs> seven true. times. And she's always like, don't talk about this. This is all Corinne's fault. <laughs> my fault. So it's well, to be you. fair, the card I pulled doesn't directly correspond to pregnancy. But it is telling me that you're definitely stressed about something and you're saving up money. There's something that you're definitely trying to prepare for. I don't have a job. That's, that's a big one. That's it. <laughs> 
the desire to have a writing job in 2022 and get back in the writer's yeah. room. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> there we go. That's got to be it. Right. <laughs> so, um, hi, my name is Max. Uh, I'm Max. Um, I'm I've been a practicing witch for two years. I'm an empath and I'm psychic. Oh my gosh, Max, you're our favorite person. <laughs> oh my God. In Tell fact, us more. I'm actually only 16, but I've been doing this for a while. Oh, and I've been listening wait, to your podcast you, for about a year. How did you hone your craft? Wow. Like, how did you know and how did you advance? And how did you advance? Oh my God. I think that I just started introducing myself with Wicca and then moved to paganism and then started diving more secular. Mm-hmm. So I started doing my own thing, figuring out what I liked and what worked for me. I've started figuring out more about Goetia, which is kind of like Catholicism, demons. And then there's also spirits, your ancestors. It's just also interesting. And it all started out really with meditation. Really? Wow. Wow. I need to start meditating more. I think Sabrina and I both (laughs) talk about wanting to do this, but we, we don't really know like where to start and how to open ourselves up more and like remain safe. So yeah, I'm super interested in, in your journey. Yes, it is so interesting. And I'm going to be telling you, I really feel bad because like my stories, you're probably going to cut this atmosphere with the knife. <laughs> That's okay. Sabrina oh, perked up. Um, that. <laughs> yeah. Um, it involves a shadow person. If you've ever had any oh. uh, experience with these types. Yes, They're known I as have. watchers. And, um, and I was very young. My sister was around five. She was in first grade at the time and I was in second. And we lived in this apartment nearby in Alabama. And we lived on a two-story apartment building and we were on top. And this apartment was creepy. My mom didn't believe in ghosts, but yet she still continued to say to this day that it was haunted. So even a person who didn't believe in the paranormal definitely found it eerie. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So... It would first start out, we would leave the apartment, you know, we would go out to eat and then we'd come back and all the chairs would be just strode out away from the table and it would not be where we put them. The TV would be on, volume would be up or all the way down. It would be creepy and the TV wouldn't be playing anything. It would just be on a channel we didn't put it on. It would be on a blue or static screen. That's, that's very like poltergeist, you know, the movie mm-hmm. yeah. and also the ring, like it, it's a horror movie scene. Also, as you were talking, exactly. something happened and made a noise, and I feel very unsettled now. Oh, I'm sorry. I sent it. That's what you get for being rude to bring. I guess it's karma. <laughs> it's karma. <laughs> <laughs> I accept it. It's the pregnancy demon. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> so you've been surrounded by wow. like, spirits in haunted houses. Oh, for a while. My entire family has had some type of paranormal experience. We believe that there is some Romani in our family. So it is very interesting. We've always had these experiences with dreams. And one time I've had a premonition about my, uh, just warning here, sexual assault before it happened. I had a dream about it and then it actually happened. Oh my gosh. So, I'm so sorry. Yeah, that was kind of before I figured out I was psychic. And I was just like, oh, just a very bad nightmare. Whoopie-doo. No, I was warned and I didn't quite take it. <laughs> Have you had other well, premonitions? Yeah, I mean, since? how are you? Um, I've had some things that have alluded and alluded to things I've referred to to the future, but my dreams are always, I'm very good at interpreting them and I'm good at interpreting other people's. Okay. I'm going to tell you every single time I, I feel like I have a dream that's a little bit beyond just a dream. <laughs> oh, trust me. Every dream has a meaning. Like I've been told the most random dreams and I've always found a meaning towards them. 
Oh, amazing. Wow. Do you do any readings? Like what are, what are you doing right now with what's your, I'm a student. So like, I just do whatever, mainly it's always for myself. If somebody wants a reading, of course I give them a reading. I'm not like, uh, no, I read for myself and myself only. Oh, I wish I were 16 again. So I could sit next to you in class and we could just talk about this stuff all day. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I know uh, we're changing our podcast. I'm getting kicked off of Karma and it's now Corinna Max. Bye girl. <laughs> Megan, Megan in the chat just said, Max has such a calming presence and I feel the same way. Yeah. Well, now that we're calm, let's get back to my haunted house. Yes. <laughs> I remember this one specific incident and this has never happened to me before, but I had this big kind of rolling over problem. I, I would wake up on the floor in my bed and I would just roll over and I'd just be face down against Whoa. the floor. And so, um, also the TV we had, it was not a flat screen. This was a box old TV. Oh, even scarier, very poltergeist. <laughs> like the channel names were pixely. And like, if you touch the screen, it had static electricity. Anyways, oh, wow. my, so my sister, there's only two bedrooms, but the bedroom I had had this huge closet. So we put my sister's stuff in there and then she would put her mattress on the floor underneath mine. Well, one day I fell asleep and then I woke up in the middle of the night. I felt like I could not breathe. And I turn and for some reason, my sister was next to me on the bed. Well, sometimes she would get scared and she would be there. And as I woke up, this happened. She began to scream, stop, wait, please get off me, get off me, get off me. And she would be clenching at her thrust, like I'm not her thrust, her chest and trying to push something off as if something was there. And then she would just stop screaming. And then it would all end. I could breathe again. And then a few seconds later, my mom busts through the door and be like, what happened? And then I said, I don't know. We tried to shake her awake. She wouldn't move, wouldn't budge, and she did not wake up. So we went back to bed, woke up the next day and asked her about it. She remembered nothing. Oh, my God. Whoa. That's really creepy. To not remember like the night terror or whatever experience she was like having and battling whoever she was battling to just wake up and be blank slate that just feels like one of those instances where there's some other presence that's manipulating people's memories and the space and what's happening around them and i hate that um or is she (laughs) having like battles in her dreams like does she have abilities the way you do max it is a possibility but she may just not be as open to them um there is this one other tiny detail um about the haunted house the footsteps so very ominous sounding so ominous (laughs) (laughs) and like i mentioned before we were on the second story so if we were to hear footsteps it would make sense if we were on the bottom but we were on the top so we would constantly hear throughout the night never in the mornings not the afternoons but at night when everyone was in their beds we would hear something walk up and down the hall and it would stop at our door and you could hear breathing It would turn around, walk all the way back down the hall, and walk all the way back up, stop at the door. And it would repeat all night. It would walk up, breathe, walk back, and come back again. And it would be like heavy footsteps, like somebody wearing worker boots. Do you know, have you looked into the history of your home? I mean... This was an apartment, and we really didn't have access to, like, you know, previous owners and such. The the breathing (laughs) is, like, almost creepier than the footsteps. Being able to it's, fully hear that. Um, the breathing was kind of very subtle. It was like a, like through the nose, like just someone naturally breathing. And then they would walk away again. It was just very creepy. Oh, wow. Just knowing that it's 
even if it's normal breathing, just knowing that there shouldn't be someone on the other side of the door, but you hear it and, oh, it's just so creepy. Right. <laughs> now, this kind of connects to what happened at the haunted house. Now, at this point, I'm 13. I've started meditating and actually quite frequently. So um, before every day at school, I always struggled with insomnia. So I'd always like be up very early. So I'd meditate for about an hour every day before I went to school. So as I was meditating, this is the first time I've ever entered this kind of state where all of a sudden I could see my, like I could see my room. I could see myself lying down. And then I could see this shadow figure crouching, phasing through my door. And then it looked down at me and then it paced in a circle around me as I was meditating on the ground. And then it began to replicate itself. And then all of a sudden, all these shadow figures were circling down and looking down at me. What? And you, you were witnessing this all happening, like outside of your body. You were just watching it all happen. Yes. So were they trying to take over? Were they trying to like enter your body while you were... Well, like I said, the shadow people were watchers. I also had a protection circle. I never meditated without having anything to protect me. So the reason why I think it was circling was because it couldn't penetrate that space. Oh my gosh. I would have never thought to like circle myself with the protection. That is so smart. Can you tell us how to do it so we can all do it tonight? Uh, (laughs) especially you the pregnancy demon um oh my gosh stop it (laughs) um there's several ways that you can cast a circle there is the wiccan tradition there's more chaos or traditional blah 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 but there's typically ways i do it i can use incense smoke and i wrap it around a circle i like to do it three times in a clockwise position and or you can use crystals to circle you or you can light candles around you i typically choose candles or incense I like the idea of crystals. I want to put a border of crystals around my body, like a crime scene. So it's the shape of a person. Just not you know, it's just like you're buried in crystals. Just like you get tossed over with crystal quartz. Oh, okay. It's not the version mm-hmm. I was thinking of. I think your version would work too, Chris. But it's probably a little bit more work. <laughs> just, just bathe yourself in them. I could do it if everyone here sends me one crystal. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, here's the address to my P.O. box. Yeah, call we have one. It's we do. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You're gonna open it next time, and this crystal's gonna pour out. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a cartoon. Actually, the post office, the postal worker that I, the post office I go to, she's so mean to everyone, but she's so nice to me, and I don't know why. I hate to burst your guys' bubble, but this story has another creepier level to it. Oh my god! Oh, go on. Wow, yep. I want to hear. Okay, we. I do have to say, I'm getting on a flight kind of soon, so I we probably have like five more minutes. Actually, I had a plane, so then it began to crash, and um, just kidding. Oh my <laughs> god, <laughs> Max, you're asking. Not right before Sabrina's getting on the plane. <laughs> um. Anyways, so I went to school after meditating. I was a bit creepy. Wore a protection necklace. I was like, yeah, everything's gonna be um, findy dandy. And I was in my first period class. This has never happened before. Like I'm one of the city schools, so it's very high funded. The entire school had a power out. All the lights went out and we were in total darkness for a minute. And then the lights turned back on. The only light that did not turn back on was the me and my group of friends at that table. And so as I walked away and exited the class, the light then flickered on. So whatever it was, was clearly, I feel like after you and your table of friends. It was just. Was this the same day you actually projected? So the shadow is basically following. Oh. Yes. 
Oh my God, this is so creepy. This feels very like Sabrina, the chilling adventures of Sabrina. Like, I feel like you are. Oh my God. I love that show. Wait. Okay. Question for you, Max, just because we did skip over Mm -hmm. this. When you were astral projecting and you saw the shadow, the watcher replicate around you, how did you, what did you do? Mm -hmm. Like, how did you get out of it? It was like in that moment, it was so hard to describe how it happened. It was just like in this moment, it was like an alert in my head. It was like, I have to get back. And then it's like a click. And I woke up, I opened my eyes and it was just like, there was no shadow. My rooms looked normal. The candles were surrounding me and it was like, nothing was ever there. It was like that state of mind that I was in. I stopped myself out of the moment I felt I was in danger. Well, Max, you know what? For how many experiences you have, I'm so glad that you are learning all of these things and you already have such like a natural empathic and intuitive abilities so that you can be the most equipped you can be in these situations. (laughs) Yeah. So So amazing. Well, thank you so much for sharing. I know you definitely have more stories. So we'd love, will you email us? Oh yeah. I have like a vision of this child who contacted me in a shelter. I had a bunch of stuff that has happened. So (laughs) yeah, we'd love to, please email us. We'd love to read them on a future episode. Well, thank you for joining us and thank you for pulling Sabrina's cards. We appreciate it. <laughs> we hope to hear from you soon. <laughs> Happy solstice, Yules, Yonza, Kwanzaa, <laughs> Christmas, All whatever. Have Happy holidays. Happy you holidays. Too. Amazing. Oh my gosh, what a great episode. Sabrina's about wow. to think about all of these things on the way to many other haunted places as you hop on a plane and go visit your relatives. Oh, Wow. I think the biggest thing I'm going to think about is Max's reading and all, and you're you're stirring the pot, Corinne. Well, we all we all got to have something to think about and recover from. <laughs> um, so these episodes, if you haven't heard us say it a million times, we post them three to four weeks after. Uh, so if you spoke tonight or if you want to re-listen to one of the stories, you'll be able to re-listen in three to four weeks on our podcast feed. We post them on the two girls, one ghost podcast feed. So you can listen to them infinite number of times. And then the next time we are on this app will be January 4th. And we will listen to M stories of haunted dolls. Yes. Good reminder. See, I already forgot. I forget everything. (laughs) Um, Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for sharing your stories and for being so open and raw with us. We are just so grateful for this community and thank you to everyone who is listening and made it feel like a safe space. So we um, are so grateful for all of you. So grateful. Happy holidays and stay safe. Yeah. Travel safely. Get all the haunted stories from your friends, from your families. Please. Create little circles of crystals around your body and <laughs> we will see you on the other side it's hard to say it at the same time (laughs) i know when we do this yeah bye (laughs) thanks again for listening here's a reminder that you can catch campfire stories live every tuesday at 8 p.m eastern on spotify green room join the conversation by downloading the spotify green room app and signing up for free you can even use your spotify info to log in Every Tuesday, we're chatting with you about all of the ghostly encounters and haunted happenings that leave us shivering at night, hence the campfire. Download Spotify Green Room for free today and join us for Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. We will see you there.